Want to grow your local business online? It's episode 48. Chris Pistorius is a successful small business marketing expert. While many companies and agencies talk about niching down, Chris is one of the select few that has transitioned into a niche authority. His agency is consistently listed as a top digital agency in the US by SEO Growth and Agency Vista as amongst many others. He's got lots of valuable tips and advice on how companies can fast track their way to niche authority. He's the founder of Kickstart Dental Marketing. He's also the author of The Ultimate Guide to Internet Marketing for Dentists. Please enjoy the episode and thanks for being a fab listener. Support me by subscribing and telling your friends. Welcome to the Johnny Ross Audio Experience. I'm Johnny Ross, founder and digital marketing strategist of Fleet Marketing. Each podcast, I'll be bringing you an expert to inspire you, to give you some great business growth takeaways, and to get you thinking about marketing and the bigger picture of how businesses can improve, adapt, and grow. I look forward to sharing this with you on each podcast. So here we go. Hello and welcome. I'm Johnny Ross and today I've got Chris Pistorius with me. How are you, Chris? Good, Johnny. Thanks for having me on. It's an absolute pleasure. You're based in, you're over in Denver, aren't you, at the moment? Yeah. Yep. Cool. I say at the moment, that's where you always are, I guess. Yeah, most of the time. <laughs> uh, really delighted that you can join us today. Uh, thanks for joining us. If you're watching, if you're listening, uh, we are live on YouTube. We're live on Facebook. We are live on LinkedIn. Uh, if you're listening, this will have been edited and you'll be listening to this as a podcast afterwards. Uh, really grateful that you're here as well. Um, so, Chris, uh, we, you know, th this is a, a marketing pod. Uh, we talk about business growth. We talk about lots of different aspects of marketing. Um, you have gone really niche, haven't you? Very niche indeed. Um, pros and cons of going niche. You're in dental marketing, and I'm going to talk about how you got there and and sort of your past experiences. But just, I'm just curious, pros and cons of niche from your point of view. Yeah, I think it's mostly pros, and the reason for that in marketing is that. You know, to really do marketing well, you've got to know the industry pretty well, whether it's an attorney or a plumber or whatever it is, right? And what we found early on, we took on everybody. We we didn't we didn't niche down immediately. But what we found is that, you know, by the time we would figure out like the auto mechanic industry, sometimes it's too late and we weren't getting clients, you know, we weren't getting the clients the results that we wanted. So uh, we quickly uh, determined that we needed to niche down and um, it makes us a true expert in our field. We know all the nuances in, in dental. We, we understand the competition. We understand, you know, the lingo and our clients seem to appreciate that. How do you cope with conflict of interest? We actually only take on one practice in every market. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's based on a location. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. So you uh, were an employee for some of the big giants, uh, yeah. AOL, Time Warner. This was in marketing. Uh, yeah. MapQuest. I mean, God, are MapQuest still around? I think. Yeah. Are they still are they still selling maps? I, I don't know what they're doing, but they, kind of <laughs> missed, the, they missed the boat. It's, I, they, call, I call I call them kind of like the uh, blockbuster video. Wow. Um, of the map business, you know, yeah. they they didn't want to. Uh, 
they didn't really want to get creative and, and expand. And, you know, Google Maps and Apple Maps have dominated that market now. But at the time, they were big. They oh, were, yeah. They were the go-to, weren't they? Definitely. No question. Yeah. It's because it, I, I mean, I remember using uh, MapQuest a lot, actually. Yeah. Um, so um, you obviously learned uh, with the big boys. Was that what what type of marketing were you doing in in your time with some of those, those people? Was it paid, organic? What, what was the sort of stuff you were doing? Yeah, it was all paid. So we, you know, back in the day, it was all pretty much banner ads, you know, display okay. ads. Yeah. That's really, you know, everybody knew that they needed to, the internet was kind of new and businesses knew that they needed to be on the internet, but nobody really knew what the hell to sell them or where to put it, or we're just, we're just going to put your name on the internet type thing. So it was early on in, in digital advertising. And I think uh, my time there really helped me, you know, drive my passion for digital marketing and, and really see what, it, what it's capable of. And just seeing the growth over the past few years has been tremendous. Yeah. For those listening, if you've got questions for Chris, please do use the chat. Uh, if you've got questions, we'd be delighted to have them. We're going to be talking about how to leverage social media uh, for local businesses. Uh, we might get on to uh, how podcasting can help businesses. You're a, a fellow podcaster, Chris. Uh, you, what's, the, what's the name of your podcast, Chris? It's pretty original. It's called the Dental Marketing Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It says what it is on the tin. That's right. Nothing wrong with that. Um, and, uh, and, and we're going to talk about some of the best ways to grow a local business uh, and tips to give you local businesses uh, and increase your visibility online. So those are the sort of topics that we're going to be discussing. Um, where, where do you start when you're a, a, a local business? What what's the what are the key things that you need to be considering to make a, a, a to make yourself known in the market? Yeah, you know, there's a great book out there that I you know, and this most of what I talk about today isn't just for dentists. I mean, the basic principles of marketing really are established for any type of local business. But I urge my clients and you know any local business out there. There's a there's a book called Duct Tape Marketing. And it's just full of very practical marketing ideas that you kind of read through and you're like, oh, that's common sense. Why didn't I think of that? Kind of grassroots type marketing when you're starting a business. I think that's incredibly important. I started my agency basically just walking into dental practices and saying, hey, I'm Chris. I, I know dental marketing. You should sign up with me, you know, in, in a little different wording. But, you know, that's how I got started. And then I got a, my first few clients that way and was able to have some success with them. And they turned into people that would be a referral for me. And, you know, now it's it's just grown from there. But I, I think to answer your question, it's a grassroots, get that book, Duct Tape Marketing. And that's a really good foundation to start a company with. What what were the, some of some of the key takeaways from that book? If you can remember some of the the sort of the key things that you know the obvious things. Yeah, you know, I think you know I've read that book like you know probably five times, and it's just full of like highlighted you know entries. And <clears throat> I think what struck me the most is is having a media kit. And you're probably thinking, well, if I'm a plumber or HVAC guy, or whatever, why do I need a media kit? That's for big businesses. And it's really not because it helps you almost write your business plan. And when I talk about a media kit, I'm talking about, you know, there's a page on why us, right? There's a page on um, services. There's a page for like referrals, right? And then once you get that in place, you've kind of just written your website on paper when you do that. And so you can easily take your media kit 
and transition that into a local business website and the content's already there. So I think one of the things is just get that done, get it in place, and that'll help you grow your business. It'll help you with your business plan. It'll certainly help with your marketing. Because a lot of the time it's all stuck up there, isn't it? And right. uh, and it's not on paper. And right. yeah, I mean, even even, you know, when you ask a small business what their business objectives are, well, <laughs> you're lucky if they're smart. Right. Uh, and uh, uh, and you're lucky if well you're, you're very lucky if any of it's written down. Right. <laughs> um, so uh, you focus on the online digital side of things. Um, do I mean you know, Chris? Do businesses even need a website? I mean, that's a question. I, I'm wondering. It's a controversial question. I'm wondering what your answer would be to that. Yeah, in my opinion, definitely. Because okay. what we see is that you know your website is kind of the hub of all of your marketing activity now. Right. I mean, even if you went out and bought a billboard or you did direct mail, people aren't just going to look at that. And then some will. Some will just look at that and say, oh, yeah, that's what I want and pick up the phone and call. But there's still a huge, huge population that like, let's go check out their website and just see what the see how the look and the feel is. Right. So not even just online marketing, but also offline marketing. People are going to funnel in through that website. Now, you know, there is an argument to be made that, you know, Google's making it to, you know, Google's making it so that people don't have to necessarily go to your website, right? Especially in the Google My Business section, you know, because there's a phone number there. There's like a little landing page. It's all yours. I mean, there's a lot of information. But, you know, right now, that's only three listings deep on the, on the first page of Google. And that leaves a lot of, you know, there's probably 50 dentists in my town right here. And, you know, there's only three that's going to show up on that first page. So, you know, people are going to dig in a little bit more, especially with health related stuff. Um, they want more information. They want to know, you know, what kind of payments are accepted. You know, maybe they can schedule their appointment online. Right. That's done through a website. So I think it's really important still to have a website and have a very good converting website. And in terms of uh, Google My Business, you just talked about that there. Uh, is there a, a mix between how much organic you need and how much pay you need, or is the one stream that works better than the other on for local businesses? Yeah, I, I think organic is always going to perform better, but we've got a lot of successful paid advertising campaigns too. So when we when we go into a campaign, typically what we try to do is use paid advertising in the beginning because it's quick. We can get that up and running within a couple of weeks and start seeing some traffic come in from that. Whereas SEO, the organic part of Google, that takes a little bit longer. It takes some time to build that up, anywhere from three to six months. So instead of just concentrating on that organic, let's you know use some paid advertising, do it right, bring in some traffic and some new patients that way, and then you know wait for the organic stuff to catch up. And in terms of the paid, are we talking just sort of standard? Uh, Google My Business sort of ad the old AdWord Express ads, or are we talking setting up correctly in Google Ads? Yeah, so we're talking typically um, Google Ads, not not the AdWords Express because that's that leaves a lot to be desired. Um, Facebook ads are working well. Um, also, I don't know if in the UK they have a, we have a site called Nextdoor here. Yeah, we do. Yeah, have that. Yeah, so we're we're testing some next door stuff for dentists, and we're even testing things like TikTok and Snapchat. So we're trying to find out what the next big thing's going to be, and and so that we'll be prepared for that. Yeah, and and uh, 
Well, I was curious you said TikTok because I think there is a big move to TikTok. Yeah. Uh, is that is that really going to work for local businesses? Mm, not dentistry right now. Okay. But look at, you know, history kind of repeats itself. When Facebook first came out, it was really mostly kids using it, right? Young people. Yeah. And now it's like, you know, old guys my age keeping up with somebody I haven't talked to in 20 years, right? So it's the, the audience has matured and that's made the young people want to move out of it and do their own thing, right? And I think that's where we are now with those mediums is that, you know, I think over time those will get older. And I do believe there's a big, big, big um, asset in video marketing. And I think that that will play a bigger factor, you know, in the few years to come. So you talked about paid ads, doing them correctly in, in Google AdWords. Um, any uh, any tips or tricks for a, a local business on uh, what things to consider, things to, uh, you know, when you're setting up local ads and, and maybe, you know, how to target, uh, how to make them work? Yeah, track it. Track everything that you do. Because I don't know how many times I've talked to, to businesses and they're like, oh, yeah, I spent $500 in Google ads last month and I don't think I got anything out of it. I was like, and then I asked, well, how do you know what you got? He goes, well, I just, I don't know. I ask. Well, that's just not good enough, right? I mean, people are exposed to multiple mediums and yeah, they might have seen a Google ad and then they went off on Google and did a Google search for you and then came in that way, right? And then when you ask them how they found you, they'd say, oh, well, I, you know, I was on your website, right? Well, you had no idea if that came from Google ads or Facebook ads or whatever. So track it all. I mean, now, now is the time in terms of tracking for digital marketing. I mean, our campaigns, we know exactly where the first click came from. We record the phone call. Um, we have a team of people that listen to every phone call. So we know exactly where they're coming from and what happens once they do call the practice. So, well, just going into that for a second, call tracking. So are you setting up different phone numbers just for pay-per-click then? Yeah, essentially we use uh, dynamic number insertion. So some code we put on their website and essentially what happens if they come from Yelp or Facebook or Google ads versus Google organic, it'll automatically change the phone number on the website, which will tell us where that lead originated. Is there, is there any particular uh, software that you recommend for that? We, there's a couple of companies out there that can help with that. The big one is probably CallRail. Um, and then um, I'm blanking out on the other one. But if you just do call tracking software search on Google, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think it's a, I think it's a great idea. I really do. Um, at the same time, though, I'm just curious for a second. Ah, so this is of course on the website. I was just thinking that I'm guessing a lot of traffic is mobile traffic, and they're just yeah. going to click the 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 button anyway, so you can track it from the click. Right. Um, but uh, that doesn't cover all bases, and and I like the idea that you're listening to calls as well because that's you know the conversion rate there i guess you can make a huge difference is that is there is that just an uh, an obvious area where there's there's conversion to be made yeah i mean we, we when we listen to these calls i mean there's you know we flag calls all the time and you know let dennis know that maybe the front desk that people answering the phone just need more training you know because there's opportunities i mean you know in dental and, and health you don't really want to think of people being salespeople right yeah of course. but guess what they are because you are yeah. selling something you're yeah, selling yeah. a solution to a problem and if you don't have somebody answering the phone that can really you know 
be trained on how to convert more of these calls, then you might be missing out. So um, we actually offer a training class for our practices that their front desk can go through. It's an online training and it really teaches them the kind of sales basics on, on just tips and tricks on how to convert more of those calls. You have, you, you, you're an author as well, aren't you? You've written a book, uh, the ultimate guide to internet marketing for dentists. That's right. How you just thought, let's give all this away. Well, you know, at first I was like, you know, I shouldn't give this stuff away. Right. <laughs> but then, you know, I kind of got hit by a two by four and my business isn't about necessarily teaching people to do it. It's doing it for people. Right. And so the book talks and it gives details on how to run campaigns and everything else. And, you know, most dentists don't want to deal with that. They want to be dentists, right? Just like the auto mechanic wants to be an auto mechanic, right? They don't want to have to take the time and, and figure out how to do this stuff and then actually physically do it. So uh, to me, it shows, it really shows people what all is involved in a good digital marketing campaign, just how complex it can be. and yeah, it makes sense to hire experts to do this for us. I've uh, I've put a link in the chat, uh, and I, I'll put it in the show notes as well. So there is a link to the uh, to Amazon for the book. Um, yes. I'm I'm curious. Uh, Facebook. You talked about Facebook advertising. Um, what's the current strategy? That because I'm finding that with some clients, especially local businesses, it's really costing quite a fortune to advertise on Facebook. I'm just wondering what your current strategies are that you're you're finding that are working. Yeah, so Facebook has definitely increased in cost. No question about that. Um, I wish it were as simple as you know this is what works, right? Because it seems like what works in one market for one dentist may not work and probably won't work in another market for another dentist, right? So I, I think you know move kind of put the platform aside, right? I think that if you do a good job of figuring out who it is you're marketing to, right? Is it a 25 to 35 year old female, two and a half kids and a golden retriever that owns her own home, right? And if you know that, and then you can kind of paint that new patient avatar, meaning you know exactly who it is and where they are and what they do, that makes Facebook marketing, you know, much more effective because that's what Facebook is. We can target people that are interested in things or certain age groups, maybe have kids, don't have kids, maybe they're pregnant right then. I mean, it's really powerful of what you can tap into there. But if you're trying to use Facebook as just kind of a catch-all and you're not real specific about who it is you're trying to attract, it can be very expensive and, and not, not get very good results. So I, I think it can be effective. It's effective for us. Um, it, you just got to really identify the market. And Okay, so you define the audience. You get that right. But are you then saying that, you know, you're just going for sort of a one-stage ad where it's a – a call to action and, and you're generating business or are you having to for example get them to uh potentially uh, through video views create an audience then remarket to them then potentially take them on a third stage is there is there a particular uh i know it's not one fit for all, all businesses but yeah. is it more single stage or multiple stages it's multiple we do all of that uh, sometimes if we're just doing branding you know that's pretty straightforward um, but yeah, we do video snippets too. And then we filter out by how long somebody watched a video yeah. and then we'll remarket to that particular audience. So it's, it's kind of all of that stuff and everything in between really. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, so how can local businesses leverage social media more? Just do it. I think, you know, um, dedicate somebody to it, you know, for a dentist, it might be somebody at the front desk that has an hour a day or something just to, to do some posting and, and just, you know, try to get people to follow your page, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, most people just talk about things and they don't take action. They talk about, yeah, I should probably do something on Facebook or Instagram and they just never really do it or they'll post something like once every two or three months, you know, and I think you just got to get into it. Just, just do it and, you know, learn about it, you know, embrace it, you know, and, and as you do that, you'll get better at it and you'll become more knowledgeable on it and you'll get better results. And is it about what showing a personality or what, what's the, what are the sort of, I'm from a dentist point of view, is it, what's the sort of the content that works well? Yeah. Cause I'm sure, cause I'm sure I, I know you're going to answer just dentists here and I know that, you know, I won't just have dentists listening or watching. No, however, no. however, people will be able to apply, uh, the, oh, yeah. the, the similar thoughts. So I'm just curious from, you know, from your experience, what's the sort of best content? Yeah. Without, yeah. This definitely isn't just for dentists. This is really any local business. Um, you know, at the end of the day, people buy from people, you know, yeah. we've been saying that for years now. Right. And I think the more personable you can be on social media, and more real, um, the better off you're going to be because social media is all about sharing, right? And, you know, especially in healthcare, any business, really, if you're going to take your car and you get the transmission fixed, you want to see who it is that you're actually taking them to, right? Not stock photos or stock image, you know, all that fun stuff, you know, get the owner of the business to do a two minute video once a week on, you know, we fixed this car, we, you know, we had this tough case at the, you know, whatever. Right. And I, I think that works the best. Yeah, absolutely agree. Uh, it's real content, isn't it? And it's not right. just, uh, it, it, it's, you get to see the inside uh, and, and see the people really, yeah. uh, really agree with that. Well, so we talked about, um, uh, Google ads. We've talked about Facebook advertising, uh, social organic, you said is important. What's the strategy for organic? How do you, um, how do you get in that top three in the pack on the Google, my business listing? Yeah. Well, I'm not going to give away all our, <laughs> <laughs> but you have to get creative with it, right? It's, you know, 10 years ago, you could just go out and buy a bunch of links from, you know, wherever, and it worked pretty well. You'd rank pretty easily. But back yeah. then, I believe the, the local pack was like seven businesses. Now it's three. It's been three for a few years now. Um, you know, we get creative with this and, and we probably, you know, we're a boutique agency. We only take on a certain number of clients every year. We do that so that we can stay small and be able to do kind of do things really hand to made so that we're not automating things. We're not cutting corners to try to scale to thousands of clients. We, that's not who we are, right? So we do things like I have a team of people. This is going to sound crazy. <clears throat> a small team of people that actually call into a local market. Like, let's say if we, uh, you know, we bring on a dentist from Parker, Colorado. Okay. We'll actually call into Parker to like churches, events, um, charities, high school sports teams. And we'll try to do sponsorships with them. So think of it like trying to get a, a dentist's logo on a, on a uniform or a Little League team shirt, right? And that's great. It's good branding exposure for the dentist. But what we're really after is a backlink from that local organization's website to our client's website. 
because we found that local links work really well with SEO. So for you watching that doesn't know what a backlink is, it's just basically a link from another website to your website, right? And there's two ways to do that. You can get like the local links that work really well. And then you can also get, do things like press releases to get links going from, you know, major news organizations to your website. So you have to get creative about link building, but link building is really still the number one way to get ranked. And if you do it right, um, you can really get great results out of it. How important is content and, and uh, reams of content? Yeah, it's, it's hugely important. Um, we publish something out on Google um, once a week at least um, and distribute it everywhere we can. Um, it's all handwritten content, unique. Um, and then we do press releases for all of our clients uh, once a quarter. And this is uh, content that you're then going to be populating across the website? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, it's, so nothing's changed. It's still content and link building. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's just you, it's just you can't, you know, the, back in the day, you used to be able to just copy articles and spin them and you can't. <laughs> there was some great software that spun right. uh, right. articles. It was brilliant. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, you've, you've taken me back there. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. And, um, uh, um, and I d you may well have covered this, but I'm, I'm just wondering if there's anything else that's working really well right now for uh for for local businesses uh in terms of digital marketing is the is there anything that we've that we've not covered for example uh you know we've not mentioned email marketing it does that play a part uh it, it, you know uh, should we be still building lists targeting uh and and sending campaigns out yeah i think so email marketing's become harder though um we've noticed it even in 2021 <clears throat> it's harder to get into people's inboxes because of spam filters and just things like that. And of course I'm talking about cold email, meaning they don't know who you are. You just kind of, they signed up with you over the years and you're just kind of reaching out. Yeah. Um, but what we found to work best is, you know, most businesses have been in business for a while and they've got a list of customers that, you know, no matter what industry you need to remarket to those people. And, you know, those those types of emails, because marketing is all about getting people to know you, like you and trust you. Right. So if you've got a list of 100 customers that you've already done business with, hopefully most of those know you, like you and trust you. Right. So remarket to them, you know, get them back into the office if that's appropriate or, you know, send something out to um, get them to refer you to family and friends and things like that. You know, there's a lot of ways that you can use email marketing in that capacity. I think cold email marketing or you're buying a list or something is is tough right now. Yeah, um, I think you could probably find other ways to do that. Um, but, you know, remarket to your to your lists. I mean, we call it reactivation campaigns. Get get people back in, get them to refer you, things like that. I absolutely agree. Cold email is not really the way forward at all, but uh but targeting people that already know you and like you is a is a brilliant idea. Lastly, I just want to cover uh, reputation marketing. So, do you do much of that? What's uh, is is that a big part of local business campaigns, digital marketing campaigns? Is it important? Yeah, we can't ignore our online reviews. I mean, I'm a I'm not a very big fan of Yelp as a business. I don't really like them. Um, but you can't ignore them because of their review system, right? Because people do pay attention to it. 
So, you know, we have a system that we use that integrates into our client's software management system. So when somebody comes in for the day, we automatically send out a text message, an email. But it's not the technology that's important with this review stuff. You know, any platform can send out review requests, right? It's more about what you say and when you send it is 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 really what's powerful here. So we've written content for dentists that we know that works and we know we'll get about 40% of their patients to actually leave a review. So think more about what you're asking them, right? And, and how you're presenting it to them and versus, you know, the technology that actually sends it, but it's, it is a big part of what we do for sure. Any, any little uh, tip there that you can go a bit deeper on? Yeah. You know, I think you have to be careful with this, but you know, if you can at all, you know, provide them some reasoning on how, why to leave you a review. You know, maybe you, you put them into a contest or you draw out a name and you give them sporting tickets or something like that. Anything to kind of incent them. Now that would be technically breaking Google's terms and conditions because they don't want you to do that. Um, Yelp the same way, but you know, it, it works well and um, it'll get results. Um, you know, I think that, you know, video reviews are way more powerful than just text reviews. So we're actually just releasing a, a software solution right now where we can actually send a link to our clients' patients and they just tap a button on their phone and it asks them questions and they respond by video and then they submit it and then we edit the video and turn it into a review for them. Um, you won't get as many people doing that because they're camera shy or whatever, but if you could just get a handful of those, those are extremely powerful because you can put them on your website. It's a, you know, somebody speaking to you. Um, you can, you know, use them in social media ads, you know, things like that. That, that sounds very clever. Uh, yeah. I love the idea of video reviews. Really, really good idea. Um, I was going to ask you something about reviews and um, yeah. So, so you're directing people to not just to Yelp them, but also to Google right. reviews, Google my business. Yeah. Yeah, it's mostly Google and uh, Facebook. If yeah, you're on the yeah. west west coast of the United States, Yelp is more um, popular. Um, it kind of depends where you are. Yeah, yeah, okay, great. Well, this has been brilliant, um, Chris. If people want to reach out and talk to you about dental marketing, uh, obviously I've put the book in the chat there. Um, but where's the where do you hang out online? What's your favorite social media platform? Ooh. I, I guess, gosh, I'm going to sound old here, but I guess still Facebook. <laughs> I, th I, I actually thought you were going to say LinkedIn then when you were saying. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah that's that, for business. Yeah, that's definitely my top. But just like, you know, personal stuff, definitely be Facebook. Yeah, okay. But if people are trying to reach you, we'll find you on LinkedIn or Facebook. Yeah. Or the and and the website Dental. is? Yeah, kickstartdental.com. Kickstartdental.com. Yep. Uh, you've been awesome to chat to. Uh, really enjoyed this and it's really just helped uh, I think it's helped me and helped local businesses just reset how to think about their marketing and how to grow locally and just the sort of the key things to be thinking about uh, if you've been listening thanks so much for listening if you've been watching it's been brilliant having you here um, and uh, we look forward to seeing you again soon Chris take care of yourself look after yourself thanks very much see you soon thanks Bye -bye. Jenny appreciate it You've been listening to the Johnny Ross Audio Experience. Thanks so much for joining me. If you want to continue the conversation, head over to my website, fleet.marketing, or find me on LinkedIn. 
That's all for today. Please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, tag me in your social media posts, and please leave me a review on iTunes. It will make a huge difference for me. I will see you soon. Bye.